Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. So, Philadelphia Eagles fans, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I wish I knew you were doing that, so I could have queued, queued up the Cody music, at least. Oh, man. Uh, we'll get there. Look, man, just something I want to get off my chest. I, I think I'm, I know I'm speaking for the entire fan base when I say this. When you play in the Super Bowl, or when your team makes a late postseason run, the offseason's a little bit shorter, right? I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you hope. Mm-hmm. This offseason felt like forever. This mm-hmm. felt like the this felt like a longer offseason than actually the one when the Eagles won four games. We had the whole Carson Wentz fiasco. Uh, but man, we're here. It, it honestly felt like when we were in the dog days of summer, it felt like we were never going to get to this point. <laughs> it seemed we like are it here. was going to be a long, a long road. And now we're sitting here three days away. We get football tonight with the Chiefs and the Lions, and we're three days away from the Eagles season opener. And it's such a long, like you said, such a long summer, such a long wait, especially coming over after a Super Bowl loss. You just want to get back after it. You just want to see them climb the mountain again. And now we are finally here. What is going on, guys? Welcome to the first regular season edition of the Philly Pod, brought to you guys by the LibertyLine.com. I'm one of your hosts today, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, threads now. That's a thing, I think. I think people still use it. Be sure to follow me on all of those. Well, maybe not on all of those social media platforms. I gave up on it after a couple yeah, of days. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like posting consistently, and then like a last week... I posted it and I was like, "Are people still using this?" And a couple people were. It feels lonely, doesn't it? Feel yeah, like really lonely yeah. and they like didn't, they didn't. The thing with Threads, as is any other social media platform that that attempts to get off the ground, is that they didn't provide enough features fast enough. When you come out, you got to bang out features that other things have. They didn't have like a a uh, like a following feed. They didn't have a for you page. It didn't have a lot of things that some of these other platforms already have. And when you don't add them quick enough, interest wanes. And now everybody's back on X or Twitter on X or formerly Twitter or whatever it is called. So there we here we are. No matter what Elon does, it looks like Twitter isn't going anywhere. Uh, you can follow Steven, my co-host. Follow him on all social media platforms at Steven Conrad Jr. I know a lot of you, uh, a lot of people have reached out in the last month or so asking where the pod has been. Uh, when's the next episode? Uh, this and that. Steven and I got immensely busy after uh, mm. once training cramp rolled around. Steven uh, has... I'll, I'll give him the floor to, to explain it in a second, but congratulate him on a new job finally in the sports world. It was a long road to get there. A lot of uh, a lot of hurdles he had to climb, but he did land a gig with uh, Odyssey, I believe, right? You're, you're working for them now? How's that going? Yeah, underneath the BetQL umbrella. So in the yeah. sports betting world, I am dialed in. As a matter of fact, I can probably... Well, place bets it. now, huh? I will place bets. <laughs> I will offer some betting advice, actually, on this oh, podcast, man. which will be fun. After all the years, but this here, is really this is really home for me. Home is in the Philly market. Eagles 
Uh, I'm not even going to say Sixers. Yeah, Eagles, we don't believe in Eagles that basketball podcast. team who decided that bringing back Dan Green was the splash that the Sixers needed, right? <laughs> so, oh. that's, so that's uh, fantastic. So Steven, yes, landed new job. Odyssey, BetQL. Make sure you uh, send your congrats over to him. Uh, finally got his foot in the field and finally going to be able to start betting. He's made fun of me over the last few years about betting, and now he's about to be entrenched into well, it. Well, I, I did bet before. I just you stopped did doing briefly, it because I couldn't you were afford like, uh, to do it anymore. Yeah, I probably couldn't afford to. I can't afford to be losing money. Um, as, as everyone knows, I work for the social media department for, for Bet365, so both of us now work for sports betting companies. That's very fun. I spent a lot of August. Now, uh, a lot of you guys, I'm sure that around my age, close to 30 years old, many of you live on your own. And are probably aware of what the rental market looks like these days in the housing market. And my lease came up in September. I spent a lot of August looking around uh, at different um, apartments, different houses, whatever the situation is. And ultimately decided to stay where I am because a lot of places that you look at are uh, more money for less space. And that's kind of what you, what you have to do. So I ended up spending all that time looking into places, potentially moving, thinking I was going to move, uh, things not falling through, all that just to stay where I was. So that's what I've been doing the last month. I thought I was moving, thought I was going to have to pack up and uh, not renew again. I'm done. I've been here too long. I'm going to go somewhere else and it's just better to stay put. So we are back. <laughs> busy and, times. And busy, yeah, busy times, we- busy times. But we are back pumping out content. We're both situated um, after after a few kind of hectic weeks trying to get our lives together. Uh, but after all that, the we are The timing's almost perfect though with everything, ain't it? Yeah. Like, it here we are. Everything literally just, at least for me, and actually I'm sure you can, you, sounds like you're getting there you can mm-hmm. speak and agree with me like everything settled down just in time to get back to doing what we do yeah i, I knew i wanted to i wanted to have everything situated before football season started so i was like if i have to move i want to move have my setup have everything ready to go for football season but granted didn't have to move a whole lot because <laughs> i ended up uh, uh staying put I took on a few work projects many of you have been keeping up with my written content over at the Liberty Line as well. So thank you guys uh, for doing that. And now we're back on the in your uh, podcast feed in the audio realm. So glad uh, to be back. Week one, Stephen. I know we uh, obviously didn't get up here to talk about the roster moves and all this and that happened. We'll talk about some of those as we go through this week one preview of the Philadelphia Eagles visiting Foxborough and the New England Patriots. I believe on Tom Brady nights, are they signing Nick Foles for a day to have him at midfield for the coin toss? Is that the plan? <laughs> I hope the Eagles have that in the works to have Nick Foles stare down Tom Brady on wow. his night and bring in Eli too, if you have to. Bring in the two guys that, that Tom Brady just couldn't beat. Uh, so yes, we go on <laughs> between the Eagles and the Patriots. We're going to go to some news, some injuries, uh, some key matchups to watch. Uh, but before we do so, I do want to give uh, a quick shout out to our partners over at PointsBet Sportsbook, who have an amazing. Stephen actually just took advantage of it, an amazing. I'm offer about right to. Now. I, I actually need your guys's <laughs> help. I probably will already have used this bonus and uh, and everything. And Vic's about to get into the details, but uh, it's stressful picking which damn player's jersey you want to get. That's all the hit <laughs> I'm going to get, guys. I don't know which player. I'm probably Jalen Hurts, Kelly Green. We'll see. Probably that's what's going to happen with points bet now. So I know many of you, uh, you know, Kelly Green sold out. Many of you need some new Eagles gear for the upcoming season. With points bet, you can bet $50 with them and they will cover you for a brand new official NFL jersey. All you have to do is uh, if you have to uh, sign up for a new account, bet $50 on anything as long as it's minus 500 and over. If you uh, are, are iffy about the money, deposit 50 Throw it on the money line, cash it out, take your money back. As long as you bet 50 on anything, they will grant you a $150 Fanatics voucher to go ahead and get whatever jersey 
you want. We'll leave the link in the description for you guys so you can go ahead and take advantage of that. That's Points Bet Sportsbook. Bet 50. Get an official NFL jersey of your choice. Steven just did it. He's going through the motions of figuring out what jersey uh, what jersey he wants. And many people, especially on the uh, on Twitter, internet, uh, and, and everything else, and the clicks are telling us as well that this is a very good offer that's only available for the next week or so. So if yeah, you're looking into a new jersey. Soon. I'm trying to act quick. Yeah, and if you're looking into a New Jersey uh, and you don't, not new, not the state New Jersey, if you're looking to get a New Jersey <laughs> and you don't want to spend the money, you can go ahead and bet 50 on points bet, get that voucher and take this care of it. might be the best sports book. It's the best promo I've seen. seen. Would you say? It's the best one I've seen, it's the best one I've seen in a There's while. There's been some good ones. There's some good ones. Jack like... Kings has best five, uh, bet $5, get 200 There's a lot of good like bonus bet stuff, but as far as like physical rewards, Getting a brand new NFL jersey for just betting fifty bucks, and even if you lose the fifty bucks, you yeah, essentially spent fifty dollars on a jersey, and for, for the most part, you can get your money back. So, so uh, very good offer. We'll leave the link in the description for you guys to go ahead and check that out. Thank you guys for supporting the Philly Pod and Tell our partnership. Tell your friends and family, hey, get on the jump. Hey, this is around. a huge heads up. Right, this is a huge heads up. Like, talk about early holiday shopping. I mean, today's a holiday for me. <laughs> Don't no, worry about the. Turn- don't worry about the camera. Today's, the hot. <laughs> today's a hot. holiday for me, <laughs> personally. I mean, dude, Thursday night football tonight, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Be sure to go ahead and take advantage of that. And this is how you know it's a good one, because Steven doesn't get excited about promos. I go through the long-winded thing. Steven's rolling his eyes half the time. This one he's all about. So this no, I, you know I am literally promo. about to send this out to everybody, dude. <laughs> like, this is fantastic. It's great. It is great. So, Stephen, week one, we are here. Patriots hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, many The Eagles are about 4.3 at the spread, hey, as we're betting guys now, or you are. <laughs> the spread is moving back and forth between four points to three and a half points in the Eagles' favor. So, they're about four-point favorites uh, here. A lot of people are attesting it yeah. to, oh, we don't know what the Patriots going to look like. Oh, the Eagles have two new coordinators. We kind of don't know. You know, week one is always iffy. Everybody's trying to iron out. The Kinks. So first thing of note here for the Patriots, they placed their projected starter at right tackle, Riley Rife, on injured reserve. Only two Is it pay- Reef or Rife? I think it's Rife, isn't it? Is it Rife? Riley Rife. That's heard, how you pronounce I've it. I've heard right? both. I've heard oh, both. I thought I thought it was Rifle. He's regardless of how you pronounce it, he is on IR. And only two of the Patriots starting offensive linemen ranked inside the top ten at their respective positions in twenty twenty two. Their right guard, uh Mike Onwenwu and their center, David Andrews, and both of their starters on the left side of the line, left guard Cole Strange and left tackle Trent Brown posted sub-68 offensive grades last year via pro football focus. And if that doesn't encourage you enough, Stephen, during the preseason, New England allowed 11 sacks, 15 tackles for loss, 16 quarterback hits, and four fumbles in the three games in preseason. Obviously, starters aren't in. You know, chalk it up to what it is, but it's looking rough for them along the offensive line. And when you talk about the right tackle missing, who aligns on that side of the ball for the most part? On the left side of the defense, it's Hassan Reddick. So we're looking for him to get after it and get out the Blakes hot. Even with his thumb uh, situation, he had surgery on his thumb in August. He's going to be a full go. He's going to have it wrapped. Um, if OCU Minora can play without a hand, I'm sure Hassan Reddick will be okay without a thumb. Uh, so your thoughts when you hear that the uh, New England Patriots OL is banged up with the Eagles defense coming off a season, regardless of who was leading it, Mr. Jonathan Gannon, who we will talk about mm. later. <laughs> They're coming off a season with 70 sacks. It's got to be uh, exciting when you hear that the New England uh, offensive line is patched together with Band-Aids at the moment. Yeah, well, this screams 
gigantic mismatch. And uh, you highlighted, obviously, the injuries mm-hmm. on the Patriots offensive line. I think it's worth mentioning. Like, let's just – I'm just going to keep it a buck with you guys. Vic obviously went into the details, like the PFF rankings. Like, if I'm being 100 with you, there's probably one – one and a half like good players on that offensive line. Like, can we be honest? Like, Michael, un- is it Unwin? How do you say Unwin. it? Unwin? I think it's Unwinwu, but you know, don't don't quote me on I that. I mean, he's actually <laughs> great. Like, if we're being honest, last year, um, he probably, I believe, he made second team All Pro, right, Ooh. for PFF's ranking. You tell me. You tell me. <laughs> well, no, like just based off of last year, but believe it or not, he's actually coming back. He had off season ankle surgery. Like, I don't, I can't mm. imagine he's. I mean, he'll say he's 100%, but, like, mm-hmm. that's worth noting. And then you mentioned their center. Besides that, uh, even even uh, Riley, I'm going to say Reef. I think it's Reef. That's fine. I don't think he's <laughs> that good. So, like, the oh. fact that he was the starter, no, he's really not good. So, the fact that he was the starter says all you need to know. And I believe all their backups are, I think they're all, like, rookies and stuff like that. I'm not sure if you know any of their names off the top of their head, but it is a lot of inexperienced guys coming off the bench like this screams disaster for yeah the not looking good for uh for the quarterback mac jones who doesn't move doesn't move a whole lot you know he's a statue in the pocket for the most part not moving around i expect the eagles defensive line uh to to get after it when i did the the bgn show um yesterday my other co-host on that show shane was talking about how maybe even though we have high expectations for jalen carter arguably the top pick in the draft we all have been talking about it all summer long but it's not very often that, as far as sack numbers are concerned, anyway, that Jalen Carter is going to jump off the page. Stephen, what kind of expectations do you have for Jalen Carter in his first NFL game? I think he can make noise right away. I mean, I literally just highlighted it's a great opportunity for him, and he's going to be matched up on the interior, I'd imagine, primarily. So, of center. Yeah. And I guess on what un- I can't say his last name, on when you is it, it's Michael on when you. He's good, though. He really is. I think he was up there with, uh, again, I mentioned he was on PFF second team all pro. But like besides that, and we know how the Eagles do things. They hit you in waves like everybody on the defensive line contributes. So there's no reason why Jalen Carter can't contribute Uh, pass rush wise. Absolutely. But I'd imagine the Patriots game plan is going to be to take pressure off Mac Jones and run the football like he has an opportunity. I I feel like our run defense I'm not saying it. I wouldn't say it's a weakness last season, but I feel like it's it's something that definitely could have been improved if you want to nitpick with this Eagles team and more specifically the defense. So it's an opportunity for him and even Jordan Davis. You know, like let's let's get this run defense straightened out. Let's see what we got here, right? Yeah, and you mentioned you mentioned the uh, the uh, the run defense. I think that uh, Jalen Carter from the rip has a better chance to be a uh, a better pass rusher than Javon Hargrave ever was. Yep. I know Hargrave was a good. Or a better run defender, I'm sorry. Uh, Javon Hargrave was a very good pass rusher, but didn't offer a whole bunch against the run, which is why we had to go ahead and get Linval Joseph and Indomitian Sue to begin with. Uh, so I think that uh, as long as Jalen Carter can uh, can generate pressure up the middle on run and passing downs, I think he'll have a good chance to uh, contribute. And they're deep on that interior. Milton Williams, uh, Jordan Davis, and mm-hmm. they still have uh, so, some guys in there that I think is going to be uh, good. So all eyes, of course, will be on uh, Jalen Carter and as well as Jordan Davis we talked a lot about it during the summer and OTAs about the uh, the the big step we're expecting from Jordan Davis uh, speaking of Mac Jones 14 touchdowns to just 11 interceptions last season uh, Bill O'Brien 
is now uh, leading that offense. He has experience with New England as well as Alabama. So the blueprint should be there for both Mac Jones and the Patriots offense to hopefully bounce back in 2023 from their sake. Not not, not for us. <laughs> not but in this from, game. Yeah, not in this game. The Patriots averaged 24.4 points per game last season. They're 16th in the league. From a receiver standpoint, they got some pass catchers. Devontae Parker, who we remember fondly uh, killing us uh, in that one Dolphins game. I think he mossed Ronald Darby on a pretty bad on a pretty bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was on, on the injury report this week. Uh, Devontae Parker uh, is uh, he is he is questionable. Juju Smith Schuster, Kendrick Bourne. They also added tight end Mike Gusecki as well, and they still have Hunter Henry. Uh, the, the big matchup circled here is the Juju versus uh, James Bradbury rematch mm. because of the uh, as we all know the infamous call, the holding call that was called on James Bradbury. Although it was ticky tacky, what it was, James Bradbury Bradbury did admit that it was a hold, and he was just hoping the rest didn't call it. Yet Juju went out of his way on Valentine's Day to make a joke anyway. So Eagles Bradbury, are going after him, man. Yeah, and Bradbury made it known during the offseason. Like, I saw it. I didn't like it. We'll see how I react to it week one. So mm. uh, your expectations, Stephen, from Mac Jones, from some of these receivers, uh, I don't I'm – not, I'm not the biggest Mac Jones fan in the I'm world. I'm not either. Uh, so I don't think that he's going to, like, light the world on fire all of a sudden just because Bill O'Brien – is in the house, but he can, he can, you know, he can hit, hit people in stride. I'll give him, I'll give him that. But the Eagles secondary is nothing to scoff at. So what about, what about this offense from, from a receiving standpoint, we'll talk about the running game. Cause that's a whole different world. But uh, what from the receiving standpoint, where is you the most that you'd be like, okay, that could cause us some issues. Uh, I would say the new regime probably adjusting their game plan because mm. to be fair, I am not a Mac Jones guy whatsoever, but I feel like their game plan did him no service whatsoever. Yeah, I feel like they may simplify things more, stu- more short fielded, more like efficient passing plays. I feel like, I feel like they try, I don't really understand what their game plan was last year. I don't know if it's cause they tried to cater to the down the field threats they had at wide receiver um, but I'd imagine it would be more of like a possession offense, uh, running the football, obviously, in short, short passing plays, you know, uh, mm-hmm. that would be my guess. And that's just me assuming I don't know a whole lot about them. Um, but honestly, I don't want to scare you, but they may use the tight ends and target our inexperienced yeah. safeties. That's Sec my worry. Right. I don't want to say it's my worry. I don't want to say it's my worry, but I'd imagine that would be their game plan because that is the weak point of the Eagles defense. Yeah, that is a that is a good point. They're gonna have. I if I was a if I had to bet on it, I would say it's going to be uh, Reed Blankenship, as we all know, is, is locked in as one of the starters, and Terrell Edmonds is probably going to be the other safety. It's probably only going to take Sidney Brown three four weeks to unseat Edmonds at that starter spot. But to start out in week one, the Eagles are probably going to go with just the safe floor option. We're going to put him out there for the first few weeks while Sidney Brown, you know, gets his gets his. It'll feet be a wet. good test. It's actually a great test, honestly. Yeah, it is. It is, and Gasecki and Hunter Henry are, are, pre, are two pretty good tight ends that could potentially match up well over the inexperience of safety Steven that's a good point you know what though it doesn't it it, I say that and it doesn't really matter though if the Eagles pass rush just gets to Mac Jones I have a stat for you actually are you ready let me find Mm -hmm. it yeah my man took notes proud of him proud of him all right dude I can't even whatever His camera's overheated. I can't. I don't see know his why face it's right heating up like this. But I'll, the Patriots I'll, I'm ran on. successful plays on just nineteen point six percent of pass attempts when their QB was under pressure last season. All right, what, Which what is, qualifies as a successful play? It's a good question. But so like, that was fourth worst than the NFL. Oh damn! Is this like the a gain Eagles, of five yards or more, or like do we know? I'd imagine just a 
gain, right? It, it, it have just to a gain, gain of any positive yard. It would have right. to be. Well, that's right? a damn shame. Pressured. If that's a damn shame, if that's the case. <laughs> the Eagles pressured opposing QBs on 28.4% of passing plays last season, which was best mm. in the NFL. Yeah. So you factor those two things in together. Mac Jones is going to be. I can't imagine man. one offseason, Mac Jones isn't going to be like, you know what I mean? What, what What's the saying? Hearing footsteps? What's that saying there? Seeing say? ghosts. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. that. Every time I think of the Patriots post Tom Brady, I just think of just the absolute most boring offense, like like boring team in general. Like they have no swag. You know what I mean? Like none. Like that's yeah. why Juju being there. To, Juju doesn't even have swag. He just has a loud mouth. But that's another thing. I would, I would, I would say, like, if they had gotten DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason, I'd say, okay, at least they're like trying to like, like, get back into you know contention, at least playoff. It almost contention. feels like they're punning on offense. Yeah, I just, if it, it's just like it's nothing, it's nothing explosive. They're not going to take teams off the. T- they're not going to take defenses um, deep. The only player that could potentially burn them deep was Tyquan Thornton, and he's on IR. He's the fastest player they have. Uh, they do have Marcus Jones, who we'll talk about in special teams. The Eagles cannot be get beat by him on punt returns, and we all know that mm. we got beat on punt returns quite often last year, especially in the most important game of the year. Now, where they could hurt us, Stephen, is is the running game because Ramondre Stevenson uh, had mm-hmm. over 1,000 yards last year. The Eagles, despite their defensive dominance, they allowed 121.6 yards per game last year. Yep. That was 16th in the league, and they allowed 4.64 yards per rush last year over the 24 uh, uh, the over the uh, 2022 season that's damn near last. That's how the, the commanders beat us essentially. That is, just, that is, you know, it's the bottom third of the league. So, uh, again, why they got Linvald Joseph and, and Adam Sue, and again, why paying Javon Hargrave all that money wasn't the greatest move by the 49ers because he cannot defend the run to save his life. We're all going to be looking at Zeke as well. What does he have left in the tank? He did have 12 touchdowns last year. How many of those, Stephen, do you think came at the one-yard line? People like to talk about Jalen Hurts and all of his rushing touchdowns came at the one-yard line. How many How many of 12, how many of Zeke's 12 touchdowns do you think came at the one-yard line? I'm going to be generous and say 11. Seven. Seven of them came at the, that was <laughs> seven of them came at the one-yard line. So it's not like he was like running from, from the 30-yard line and beating teams into the end zone. He was getting handed the ball, and more often than not, when he got the ball, he was already in the end zone. So, Zeke, it's a good spot for him. Though. We'll see what he can do with Ramondre uh stevenson so this rushing attack steven are we hoping for an improve i mean obviously we're hoping for an improved defense are we expecting an improved uh rush defense you have jalen carter and jordan davis i hope so middle. right i mean you would hope but if they're if the, if the if the patriots are going to beat us it's not going to be because of mac jones it's going to be because ramon j stevenson ran for 160 yards <laughs> should be noted we are probably uh it's debatable but we'll see with Nakobe Dean, huge opportunity mm, good point. stepping foot into. But that definitely factors into the run game as well because he's very active. You know, he's very active. He's, I mean, that's definitely a strength of his. So I feel like that's yeah, what he knows. He knows how to operate behind Davis and, and Carter. So let's hope. But I'd, I'd hope those two guys up front can hold it down. And obviously, you know, Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams. However, the Eagles run their defense, we'll see. I don't, it has to be better. It just has to be better. Yeah. You would, you would, you would, you would, you would think. We're not trying to see another repeat of the. Uh, I mean, the Col- they were pretty good in the Colts game. About uh, after after the first quarter, they kept Jonathan Taylor uh, in check. But you can't get beat by Armandre Stevenson. If you're going to lose this game, make sure it's Mac Jones throwing for 380. You know, don't don't get beat by Armandre Stevenson on the ground. Try and force them into long, uh, into into third and long situations, and have Mac Jones try to complete passes to beat you because you can't let Armandre Stevenson uh, do it. You have something on your mind there. You look like it. No, I was just thinking. I was thinking. Of, no, I, was, 
I do think context is definitely something that should be uh, taken into account when you say that because the Eagles, I feel like, were ahead in a lot of games. I'm yeah. trying to think. Not though, caring like, as much in the fourth quarter when they're allowing 10-yard runs, I guess. <laughs> I'm trying to recall like who really gashed us in the run. The Commanders game, I feel like we got gashed. And I think week one against Detroit, they gashed us. Yeah. Right? They really ran the Those ball two games well. But that, yep. Detroit has a, they're a top five offensive line. I mean, they and they had Swift, obviously. Mm-hmm. Welcome home, by the way. Welcome home, buddy. I look forward to talking about this offense. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be uh, uh, something. So, yes, yeah, so as far as the Patriots as a whole, we're not too too you know fearful of anything. Devontae Parker is a good go-up-and-get-it guy, but I think Slay Bradbury will do a good job keeping him in check. We'll see what Smith-Schuster can do when he's not with Kansas City anymore. Uh, so we'll keep Yeah, I was eye. just going to say, let's see how you do, pal. You don't have Pat Mahomes no Pat throwing Mahomes. you the ball. You're on your high horse. Yeah, And yeah. he had Big Ben a little bit there, too. So he's mm-hmm. always had good quarterbacks. I and he was WR2 for a lot of those years because Antonio Brown. Yeah, let's see, so. let's see, man. Pressure's on. Let's see what you got. You want to talk a big game. This, this is... <laughs> This is a huge stage for him, right? Huge, huge. Yeah, it's, it's we're gonna we're gonna see what he's, uh, uh, what he's got when they're no longer with players that made it easier for them. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Flipping it to the offensive side of the ball for the Eagles, the Patriots' run defense is kind of where it's at as far as uh, how they're going to try and neutralize the Eagles. New England allowed 105.5 rushing yards per game last year. That was seventh in the league, and they allowed just 4.1 yards per carry, which was fourth in the league, and they were pretty damn good at containing mobile QBs as well. Now, Jalen Hurts is not just your average mobile QB. You can know that Jalen Hurts is going to run every single play. Good luck trying to stop him because more likely than not, he is more athletic than your most athletic linebacker. So so I think he's going to outrun most of those guys. But as far as, like, if you were to make a chart, Steven, on, like, position battles, like as far as, like, who has the edge at which position, you can probably give the edge to the Patriots. The only position you probably could is linebacker. Because they have some good mm, linebackers, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, back there as well. So they could potentially make life uh, difficult for the Eagles in that rushing offense. You know, you have Penny, you have Swift. They, they still have Kenneth Gainwell. They're going to try and implement these guys. I'm sure it's going to be the ride the hot hand approach. Whoever's hot and and, and gaining chunk yardage at the time, the Eagles are going to roll with. Uh, but what are you looking for from the Eagles' offense in Week One? Even with all of that said, I still feel confident in our ability to run the football, though, mm. against this team. It really anybody. I mean, I was reading somewhere the other day. I was just reading because I was just curious, like, where people rank everybody's offensive line heading into the season. And, like, this one article, I forget what site it was. It was one of those, uh, some fan, maybe fantasy site or something. They, they did it in tiers. I want to say there was four tiers, but they're like, we have to add a fifth tier because the Eagles are just so far ahead of everybody. Exactly, else. Yep. They're in their own tier. And then the tier right below them was only like three teams. It was like the Chiefs, Cowboys, who am I missing? Maybe the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. So like even with that said, like we're going to have these conversations every week when we preview games if we're going to sit here and talk about teams that are good at stopping the run. Mm -hmm. But then you forget like this offense was so, so dynamic in the passing game. The playmakers we have everywhere, wide receiver, tight end. And uh, by the way, running back. 
like we're going to be throwing the ball to the running backs. I'd imagine all indications are are pointing towards that. This, you know, this all preseason training camp. I mean, you, you've seen it. You've seen the footage. Mm-hmm. Did you make your way down to any of them this year? To training camps? Yeah. Did uh, you practice? Go to any? Yeah, I was at I was at three of them. Yeah, I saw. Three oh, okay. So you saw. I mean, you could speak for it. Um, and honestly, I I think that it would be the preference up top if we start even like. How many times has the game plan? This is a whole nother debate, by the way. I'm not here to stir the pot, but like Jeffrey Lurie wants this fucking team to throw the football. You know what I mean? And then it goes down. I'm sure, I'm sure Hertz wants to go out there. I mean, he wants to win first and foremost, but stay healthy. How do you do that? Throwing the football, getting rid of the football. So, you know. Uh, and New England what is, secondary and what is, what is not what are they middle of the pack at best? Yeah, well they have they have good. We're gonna uh, the corners Christian Gonzalez, rookie who should never in mm. their life made it to pick seventeen. I think that's yeah. where the Patriots got him. He was a top ten pick for sure. The fact that he made it seventeen is wild. They have Jonathan Jones, who's a very good corner. They have a good group of safeties. Kyle Duggar, uh, Jalen Mills is back there. Jabril Peppers. They got a they got a solid secondary group that can also. Uh, trying to make things difficult. Now, I don't know how Christian Gonzalez, he's going to have a welcome to the NFL moment if he's yeah, going to be trying I mean, to lock man. up like, AJ or Devontae <laughs> Smith. So hell of a hell of a first matchup for uh, Patriots for, for fans Gonzalez. are going to be like, that's the hardest position to play. I'm I'm kind of glad for a lot of re- for, for a lot of reasons. I'm glad Slay and Bradbury came back, but I'm just so glad we didn't dr- we weren't forced into the position of having to draft a corner so high and then be like, here you go, man, just feed them to the wolves. And then we like, you know how Philly is. Dude gets burnt one play. Everybody's like, ah, oh, bust, bust. You know what I mean? You got that pressure. Well, you saw on how like... it went last year when Darius Slay got got beat a couple of times. Everyone and yeah, then, and then remember when he damn near left? When he damn near went to Baltimore, and everyone was like, hey, he was low key bad. He was low key not good to end the year anyway. It's good to get rid of him now before he's we trashed. And then some he corners, came back, man, in the city. And then he came back, and now they were like, oh, we were we were kidding. You know, we didn't mean it. We were just we were just we were just playing. Like you want to go back to the to the Bradley Fletcher days and the Kerry Williams days and the Byron Maxwell days and the Nandi mm. Asamoa days. And the and uh and uh I'm about to hit you with the name the Leotis oh, Kelvin. Is that his name? Damn. Leotis McKelvin days? Yeah, you like that? What? There's somebody I'm thinking of. Did you say Kerry Williams? Kerry Williams, yep. Kerry Williams, Bradley Fletcher. Leotis was a hell of a name. Ronald Darby, before like, you know, all respect to Darby for for the block he gave in the in the NFC championship mm. game. But that man was getting cooked left and right as well while while he was here. And so we and, and people wanted to slight Darius Slay because he almost went to another team and he got beat a couple of times. Like corner is the hardest. I think I think corner is the hardest position to play in the NFL. I truly do, especially with the rules in today's league. You can't touch anybody. The minute you touch somebody, it's illegal use of hands or whatever. Or holding, you saw Bradbury barely, sure. barely I mean, grabbed the undershirt. Like he barely grabbed that undershirt of Juju, and they, and they called that. So like, how are you supposed to keep up with these pristine athletes who are running at twenty miles an hour? <laughs> like, and you can't even put your hands on them. Corner is so 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 yeah, difficult to play. Like, that's why it's like unbelievable not to get too off topic here but travis hunter man huh oh yeah how about it colorado? how about it how about it colorado number 22 maybe he's maybe he's like showing the new actually let's not go there he sees uh spencer james there. of real life playing both ways he's playing both ways like yeah i'm, I'm gonna sleeping. be an all-american somebody uh somebody um replied to me I, I was tweeting about colorado last week and somebody replied to me and he was like do you think this will work in the nfl i said fuck no you can't do this in the nfl are you kidding me jesus christ but his heisman odds were plus fifteen thousand. they're all the way up to plus four thousand. so if you got in on that Maybe he'll have a nice cash out in a couple weeks. Which is so a shame, man, because if he's able to be that productive all season doing what he's doing, 
I mean, it's one week. Let's see how it's know, one week. Don't burn yourself out by week. I'd four imagine he's going to regress, but it's like at that point, I don't. I almost don't care what any quarterback does. You may have to just give him that award. Yeah, whether Caleb's you know going I mean? out or, or should, yeah, whether, whatever Caleb Williams is doing, who the Cardinals have made it known that they're going to be tanking for for Caleb Williams. Or Shador Sanders. They might tank for Shador Sanders. Because Caleb Williams, what did he say? His camp said yesterday, like, I will definitely go back to school if I don't like the situation that the number one overall pick is, is looking, which is yeah. the Cardinals right now. Yeah, and this is why, yeah. And this is why this Jonathan Gannon, like, situation with the with the, with How the, about with the, that, with the huh? speech and the speech and asking people who took the bus. I pray, I pray that he <laughs> was talking about the team bus and not and not public transportation, because if you're asking rich dudes who took the bus, I don't I don't I don't understand. And the fact that Jonathan Gannon said during that speech, like, we're here to win games, you know, damn well. That you are not here to win games. You might have been hired to lose games. You might have been hired to lose games. They their their record. We keep talking about the, the odds. They are far and away the favorite to have the worst record in the NFL this year. Zach Ertz, who knows if we'll see him this year. Colin Murray probably won't play all year long. Colin Murray's probably a Falcon next year. That's my hot take because the Falcons tried to trade for Lamar Jackson. And uh, obviously that didn't work out. And if Desmond Ritter hits the bed this year, I wouldn't be shocked if they make a move for Kyler Murray. If they're if the mm. Cardinals are going to go ahead and go get uh, Caleb Williams, so this is it's a mess in, in in Arizona. Jonathan Gannon's a mess. Is he the most? I saw somebody ask this on Twitter uh, yesterday. Stephen, is he the most hated former coach? I think it's hard to top Chip Kelly, but Gannon might be closing that gap. <laughs> See, Gannon just didn't have the privileges that chip kelly had in regards to like running team the and roster construction yeah, he was just yeah. the defensive coordinator so just imagine like all we ask for what do we ask for in this city regardless of the sport regardless of the situation it's accountability right yeah. all you had to do is come yeah, out and honestly. say all you had to do <laughs> all you had to, all you had to do was come out and say i didn't try my i didn't try like i didn't give him my all like I, my mind was distracted I, I had the interview coming up and i didn't give him my all and i was the reason we lost and he said that yesterday with a sarcastic tone to it he said it with a sarcastic tone and said, "Yeah, I was the reason we lost the Super Bowl with like a snicker behind it." So Gannon, I don't, I'm, I don't like wish for anybody to like lose the jobs or whatever the situation is, but man, I'll see you in hell, brother. I'll see you. In hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh my god, that's where we're at. Yo, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. So enough about the car. <laughs> Colorado, by the way, we just talked about. We just talked about Colorado. Uh, they are they are ranked number twenty two. The first time they've been ranked since twenty twenty. So good on Coach Prime. It took them one week to get them in the AP rankings. So good I on. love Coach Prime. I, I okay. I saw you going on your little tangent last weekend yeah, about Coach Prime. Again, I was like, I didn't know this guy Eagles was podcast, a Coach Prime. But, um, I have not been. I have been less than a casual college football fan my whole life. Like I can only watch it if it's a big time school, probably playing another big time school, right? Uh, but I find myself absolutely in love with everything that has to do with Colorado. And obviously all the credit in the world goes to Deion Sanders, man. But like, wow. Huh? How fun are they? Like, I hope he really, I hope what he's doing changes the entire sport because I don't know about you, man. My issue, I have a lot of issues with college football, but I just think that the players even with all these new deals being approved and all this stuff, whatever the hell is going on, it just feels like a weird hierarchy where the coaches just seem to get all the credit in the world. Like the coaches are painted like they're some like Greek god every time they're on screen. You ever notice that? Yeah, that's, that's and just think that's... about some of the shady stuff that these guys do. I don't have to mention any of it, but I'm just saying. I just think the whole thing is kind of 
strange. I don't understand the rankings. I don't understand a lot of it. It's it's. I don't see how AP poll rankings work either. But just excited to see what what he's doing for uh for for Colorado and and what did he say? What, what was his speech? He said people see a black man, a confident black man, being successful, it makes them uncomfortable. And the reporters <laughs> yep. just sat there shook. They were like, oh man, here we go. Shoot, so, I may have to use that points bet promo to get me some Colorado merch. <laughs> Forget the Eagles game. <laughs> I'm gonna get some Shador Sanders. Uh, I'm gonna get the Shador Sanders. Hell yeah, uh, uh, um, stuff. So yes, the, as, as the as the Patriots are concerned, the defense, um, the, a decent secondary between Christian Gonzalez, Jonathan Jones, and the rest of them. I'm, I'm sure Jalen Hurts is going to be able to find AJ Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, and the uh, and the rest of those guys. Dallas Goddard is an interesting one because he mm. has been vocal about trying to have that thousand yard season. Is this the year he does it, Stephen? Is this the year? I know we're kind of veering off from the from the preview at this point, but but as far as we brought in Alberto uh, at the deadline, who I'm a big fan of. It's so there's just so many targets, um, mm. but the wide receiver depth chart, you know, is kind of is kind of skinny after the top two. Alameda Ezekiel, Quez Watkins, who's been banged up through camp, um, they only kept four on the depth chart. Uh, what are we kind of? Is this the year if Dallas Goddard stays healthy all year? Does he break that thousand yard threshold? I think he could. It's just so hard to sit here and make projections about this Eagles about you know skilled players on this team because there's just so much to go around. I mean, if you if you sat here and asked me about that running back position, I have no clue what those numbers are going to look like this year. Like I have no idea. Obviously, health is factored in, but for Dallas Goddard's sake, man, like it's a damn shame because he's definitely a top three tight end in the league. I would say if you put him on a team with little offensive weapons, he would eat. Like the numbers he would put up, he is unguardable. Dallas Goddard is literally unguardable. It's just he has to share the field with Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, a quarterback who's going to run the ball how many times a game? You know, like a team that's going to be, by the way, a team that's probably going to be leading in a lot of games. So they're going to elect to run the football and control the clock in the second half, which is he, he's a huge factor in the run game, too. He's he's probably one of the NFL's most under appreciated players i feel like in philly we definitely value him here i hope we do uh it's hard to say though if he'll hit that mark how do you feel about it yeah i think i think there's definitely a chance but like i said there's so many pass catchers and if Devonte and aj maybe maybe if injuries we god forbid we don't wish injuries on, on anybody we definitely don't want to see eagles players to get injured but that might be the one way dallas scott can get could get the thousand yards uh but he's certainly been uh he's certainly been vocal about wanting Wanting to do it, he does so much damage every time he gets the ball too. Mm-hmm. I remember like when he, I think was he's in. up there in yards per catch. He, I think he's like among the NFL leaders. Am I correct on that? Like I think he's up there at least with tight ends. Yeah, I, I remember when Minshew. Remember Minshew was in those couple games, like the Jets and and Goddard had two touchdowns. They were like, "Wow, QB that can use the tight end." And I'm, this is back when Hertz was like not the Hertz he is today, and everybody yeah. was on the fence and the whole bit. You know, Devontae Smith's receiving line is like 925 yards for the year. That's Didn't he have all, he had eleven he had over eleven hundred last year like what I think in the, he had around twelve hundred. What kind of regression are we expecting from or maybe it's nine seventy five? But in either case, what kind of regression are we are we expecting for like if you think Devontae Smith's not going to have a thousand yards? Yeah, what does that mean? I, I have no idea. Saying? I would I would I would I would hammer that uh, as well. The Eagles. This is being recorded on uh, the Thursday. He has been very healthy. Maybe they're factoring that in. He might. Yeah, it is what it is. The injury, the injury report uh, just dropped for for the uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. We're recording this on Thursday oh, afternoon. Shoot, just now? Yeah, only two players on it: Mario Goodrich, the backup nickel with the McPherson injury, and Josh Job, who's the backup outside corner, both having illnesses. Um, so pretty fairly healthy going into a uh, into week one. So good news on that. I do want to talk briefly about special teams, Stephen. We have no punter. I'm sure Sipos will be elevated. And uh, Britton Covey is not on the active roster either. Lamedezikias 
is uh is is I guess primary returner at the moment. The Eagles cannot mm. let Marcus Jones beat them, who is a very good returner. Yeah, wait, what did you just say about the punter? Uh, we don't have one right now on the roster. Yeah, what the hell's going on? <laughs> They've worked out like 10 of them, and they haven't signed any of them. I am curious as to who, what are the Eagles looking for for punters? Because if you worked out 10 of them and you didn't sign any of them, what the hell are you looking for? Like any well, of them, I'm sure eight of them are better than Sipos. Like what are we they looking for? They had to move here? on from Sipos. They had to. Yeah, well, but. he's on the practice squad. He's more than likely going to be elevated by Sunday. He's going to be elevated. Uh. You can elevate players three times before you have to promote them to the active roster. We're just going to elevate this guy, Sipos. Do you understand this man set up that 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 punt return to Kadarius Tony? Are you going to say you're going to see this dude in hell too? Are you getting there? <laughs> I can hear the anger. I, might, I would. I would. I would have got rid of him just for the. Just for the. Just. Just to. Just for the bad energy alone. Like you were one of the reasons you lost the Super Bowl. Just get out. Gannon's gone. You were the other reason. Just get out. I can't look at you anymore. We need to start. We need to move. We need that Gilligan guy from the Saints. He was. He's really good. The Penn State dude. I would have signed him. <laughs> I don't know what the Eagles are looking for in a punter, but please figure it out. Because if I see Sipos walk his ass out there, or just don't punt, just go for it on fourth down every time. I'm fine with that too. Jesus Christ. Um, any other any other final final uh, points you want to hit on, Stephen? Before we put a bow on this one, the first regular season pod of the uh, of the of the uh, of the season of twenty twenty three, I should say. Hmm. Let me see. Yeah, you're the note taker now. What you got over there? <laughs> I'm just trying to see if any of this is even worth it. Oh man, uh, I don't yeah, feel the need got? to touch on that Bill Belichick thing. I actually have some betting notes. Let's oh, talk about that really shit. quickly. Damn. No, because we want these people to. I hope you guys are still tuning into the podcast. If you're going to sign up, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm just going to relay some information. If you use that points bet offer. He has a, he has a, some, he has a pen in his hand. He, is, he means just, business, dude. Just, just some <laughs> things to take into account. Are you ready? I'm ready. If you're going to bet on the Eagles game. I love player props personally. It's always exciting, right? So, Devontae Smith, last season, or actually not last season. Yeah, last season. Yeah, because we made it to the Super Bowl has hit the rece- his receptions over in 14 of the last 18 games. Do you believe that? I do. I do believe that. This actually goes into a debate we had last year. Remember, that's that's another thing when you get into it. It's like, who's going to be the receptions leader? Who's going to mm-hmm. lead the team in yards? Yep. So there's that. And I was right, by the way. Devontae led in receptions and AJ led in yards. On the yep. record. Let it, let it be known. <laughs> and the, the argument held true because then, if you want to look at AJ Brown's receptions... He hit the receptions under in 13, the under in 13 of his last 18 games. Um, Interesting. Let's see what else we got here. But yeah, this, okay. So now we're gonna now we're getting into the yards section. I just mm-hmm. threw a bunch of notes in here, just just some things to think about. That's all I'm thinking about. Maybe you guys can come up with something. Maybe we can make a Philly pod parlay, parlay or something. Yeah. AJ Brown has has hit the longest reception over. I'm, I'm assuming in yards in seven of his last game. Oh, yeah? Seven of his last eight games. What's what's the line? What's the line for that? The number? You don't know the number? I don't know it. You I just hit his line. You just know he hit his line of his yeah. longest reception. It's got to be in the 20s. I would imagine, right? Interesting. Yeah, in the future, get the line so I know what to bet on. <laughs> I'm, it's good to know he hit it, though. <laughs> Whatever yeah, it was. And it gets interesting here because there's a Quez Watkins one that I jotted down for some reason. So Quez Watkins hit the longest reception under in 10 of his last 12 games. I probably wouldn't touch Quez Watkins at all, right? We'd probably agree uh, with that. I would not, personally. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, I only jotted down receiving stuff. Maybe I didn't get to the other ones. But You're in the middle. You're in the middle. But then, uh, yeah. 
So what is it? Eagles minus three and a half, minus four. Yeah, it's hovering. I feel pretty there. good about it. Where we have predictions. What's our final prediction? Go ahead. You go first. Oh, wow. I'll end it on my final mm. scores. Final score. Oh, prediction. you want a final score? Mm-hmm. Mm. You never do. You never do well with you. <laughs> I don't love it. You go first. You go first. You know what? I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I'm going 28-17 Eagles. I think they win by at least two scores. I think so. I think I mean, it could be a slow start, sluggish, similarly to last last year in the week one matchup. Patriots could hang around for a little bit. Eagles are just too talented, too many stars on the roster. The quarterback is marginally better than Mac Jones. I think they pull away in the second half. I got 28-17 Eagles. I think they cover the four-point spread. That's definitely easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. I'm going to go 31-17. Oh, damn. Okay. Now, I have a question for you. Is thirty-one seventeen not the biggest fourteen point like victory in football? Tell me it's not. Doesn't that seem like it's like, it's a, it's like, like a, a ginormous a dominant, yeah, because you skip the twenties. It's thirty, then bam seventeen. Thirty-one <laughs> seventeen. Interesting. Interesting. Both have the Eagles covering this. What what's one touchdown score you're gonna give the guys? Who scores for the Eagles? I'm gonna go out on a limb. Oh man. And say Jalen Hurts. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, lock in that Jalen Hurts anytime touched. Minus one Honestly, of five. Honestly, Kenny G, man. I wonder what oh, I gotta take let's a look. Stop. Let's not I do this. Man. What? Oh, come on, man. We almost got through a whole episode without you. What about Nolan Smith? What about a Nolan Smith touch? What pick six? A, sco- a, a, a scooping score? That's what you got, dude. He's how many snaps does Nolan Smith see... even play on? On, on he's Sunday. gonna. He's healthy, right? Isn't he completely uh, off yeah. the uh, yeah, he's injury report? Yeah, he's, he's not on. He's not on the report. He might. He hey. might get 20, 25 snaps. Scoop and Nolan score. Nolan Smith touchdown. You heard it here, Stephen Conrad Jr. <laughs> Nolan Smith scoop and score on Sunday. Thank you guys for tuning into this edition of the Philly Pod, brought to you by TheLibertyLine.com. I'm your host, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly Pod. If you're new to the show, thank you guys for checking it out. Be sure to stick around all season long. Subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your show. Steven, where can the people find you? What you've got on the pipeline, Mr. BetQL uh, Odyssey guy? There we go. <laughs> Mr. Just, Sports uh, Better. Yeah, Steven Conrad Jr. on all socials. You can find me everywhere except for uh, Threads, Threads, lame platform. And OnlyFans. And Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll catch you guys on uh, Sunday, Monday morning probably for the uh, reaction episode. Hopefully talking about an Eagles win as they look to start their season off 1-0 before the Thursday night home opener, we got a, yeah, which sucks. Short week. Sucks. A short week. Who signed up for a Thursday night home opener? I sure didn't. I figured out work. It's, it's a whole it's a whole thing. Can we'll we stop doing week two matchups against the Minnesota Vikings, yeah, who the too? I feel like it's and been and like, at home, too. Like, God, we, we already know we beat the Vikings. Just that game be- was so amazing last year. Like, I don't know how we just replicated it. Hey, remember like, when the sleigh gave the ball to Harden? Place. Back when James Harden was in our good graces, Harden was at that game. Oh, right? man. Everything was everything was great. <laughs> everything was going all right. Everything was going well. Everything was going well, well. We'll catch you guys next week for the recap edition. Until then, y'all, peace out from the Philly Pop. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.